American Giant makes great clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, and more right here in the U.S. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order with code STAPLE20. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20. Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Ajar and Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. They're probably going to be looking for a coach. They, they feel can sort of shepherd Trevor Lawrence into his NFL career, uh, and that probably means an offensive guy, even though it's not the best idea to, to approach your coaching situation that way. Do we want offense? Do we want defense? You want actually someone who's a leader that can maybe even delegate that responsibility. But our Jets reporter, Rich Samini, uh, in his Sunday notebook this, this week, a couple days ago, raised the possibility that they would pursue Doug Peterson if the Eagles decided to move on from him or if they could work out a trade. You know, Joe Doug the Jets GM worked with Peterson there in Philadelphia for a couple of years, so there's a connection. So, look, I mean, it's early to know for sure. The Jets are the Jets are certainly thinking that way. I think it's fair to assume. You know, one thing about the Jets, that's Dan Graziano from ESPN. I, mean, I could see somebody going after Peterson. What? There's something that I don't like, because we talk about this a lot on the show, but something like just because he has a relationship with him, just because he has a relationship with him. Like, I understand. That's that's true. It's a big job, right? I mean, you got to know. You want to know. Hey, listen, if I didn't know you at all before the show, yeah. right, how would I have an idea? <laughs> you know, and I didn't know you well. No, you didn't. Right? No. So, Here I mean, we, we got stuck with Coos, so this isn't a good example with Coos. But Literally forced down, yeah. <laughs> Literally just forced on us. I mean, he just was here. Just he was happy here. to be here. He, yep. he, he's living here, man. Like, yeah. he was, oh, hey, guys, what's up? I mean, we the finally studio. got it to the point where about two or three days a week he's not here. Yeah. <laughs> so we're slowly weaning ourselves <laughs> off Coos so, right now. But so I get like, listen, if I was a GM, mm-hmm. what you got to be careful of is picking a guy that's your buddy. That's of what course. you always say, right? You can't yeah. go. But that happens, and, and not saying the GM, but the coaching world, it certainly happens. Um, but you do probably want to feel comfortable about somebody. You, you know, that's one thing like Gus Bradley and, and Dave Caldwell didn't know each other at all, mm-hmm. which is kind of interesting, mm-hmm. like not at all. And so they were paired together and I think they got along well and they kind of it didn't work. Yeah. But I don't think that was the problem. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, you can debate. Like obviously Tom Coughlin, and Doug Marone knew each other well, but Dave Caldwell didn't know Tom Coughlin well yeah. in terms of working with him. I mean, he knew about him and all that stuff, but and there were really no secrets with Tom anyway, so yeah. it's probably well, okay. But you get my point. I, I mean, mean we, you got to be careful to stick somebody with somebody. Yeah. And then we've used this example before, John Dorsey, Andy Reid. Yeah. And they had success. They had promise. And they didn't really gel, and obviously John Dorsey was the guy that was selected to leave, and, and Andy Reid stayed. So um, even sometimes when you have success and it looks like the future is bright, you still let somebody go. Well, and here's the other thing. I thought about this, right, because I was so mad at Greg Williams the other day. And so, but if you think about what the Jets did, this is, this to me is bad ownership. Adam Gase is a weird guy. Yep. It's not just his eyes. Seriously, he's a weird guy. <laughs> like he's, like people know that. Like he, he's not. He's never given an interview or like a pre, at a press conference where I'm like, oh yeah. Like, yeah, this is, I can get behind this guy. Every single time it seems like it's something new with Adam Gase. Okay. Greg Williams, weird guy. Yeah. Oh, and he's he's had a history. Yeah, but mm-hmm. but another strange. Guy. Listen, it's okay to be weird. This isn't a knock on weird people. It's just <laughs> thanks, man. Appreciate it. It's just that if you're mixing those two guys together, seems so odd. And not only that, in New York, I mean that just seems like such a moron. Like you can you could you could 
criticized the Jags and Shad Khan for a lot of different moves. That seems like a just a grossly mistaken move. Yeah. You know, and it's not just those two that are together, but Gase in New York being pretty mediocre to begin with anyway, mm-hmm. and then throw Greg, Willi- Greg Williams in the mix. I mean, this was bound to be a catastrophe, wasn't it? No, without a doubt. I mean, you, you had a recipe um, for combustion. That's exactly what happened. Um, I always say this. I always say you have to have the identity, and, and it's become cliche on the show, but it is the truth. But at the same time, how you get that identity, you also need balance, right? And I compare it like this. My rookie year... It was a rude awakening to the NFL for me because I came from a university where my defensive line coach, and we've had him on the show before, one of, one of the most wholesome and just quiet, mild-mannered individuals you're ever going to meet. Didn't swear. Didn't cuss. Didn't believe Dang, in it. that's you know? boring. I, I know, right? Like, he just talked to you like a man, and, and I respect him for that, and truth be told, probably the best coach I ever had. Now, when I get to the, the, the pro level, I get to the Jaguars. We have Joe Cullen, who it's night and day, right? This guy's yelling at you. He's got that raspy East Coast uh, accent going on. And listen, and I got nothing but love for Joe Cullen. I respect the, the ambition, the hustle, and the enthusiasm that he brought on a daily basis, even when his voice was gone, even when his vocal cords were like, hey, can we take a break today maybe? No, <laughs> Joe Cullen was going to find a way. Yeah, exactly. Larry. He was going to find a way to succeed that. But what I realized was, yes, Joe Cullen was a yeller, uh, a screamer, a very high-intense dude. But for every Joe Cullen, we had a Mel Tucker, right? Yeah. Mel Tucker, like, yeah, you'd, you'd get, get on you a little bit, but you'd never, like, cuss you out. He would never call you on for anybody because he was a little more mild-mannered as well. And then it dawned on me, as I looked at every single position group, like the offensive linemen, then the wide receivers, like with Jerry Sullivan, and I see the running backs – Every single position group was made up of a different personality. Mm. Some were super intense, yelling at you a lot, and some were obviously a little more laid back, quote-unquote, players' coaches. And that's how you build a team. You need a little bit of everything. You, you, you kind of need that position coach going to kind of keep you on your toes a little bit and hold you accountable. You need that guy in the locker room as a position coach who's going to be a little more chill and just, hey, what's up, coach? How's it going? And you can have a good everyday conversation with. It takes all types. And what it's about to me is getting all those types and finding that balance. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, a lot of people will – I think naturally you try to pick somebody when you're – if if you're – in a coaching position, mm-hmm. that's a lot like you. Yeah. You you default to that because that's what you know. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of folks in business and other places will say, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Pick somebody that's that fills in the gaps that you have. Yeah. If you can identify them and Some, are yeah. not as egotistical enough to, to you know, Sometimes say that you're, you're exact you're perfect. opposite. Just like you and me. <laughs> that's right. Sometimes you're exact I mean, opposite. That was accidental, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but here we are. Um I've, uh, we're going to get to a lot of J stuff in a moment because there's some developments there today. But uh, first, I have a question for you. There's a new school in St. John's County coming. Yes. And I don't even know how to pronounce it. I I, I, I didn't. I just saw it and I haven't heard it. <laughs> okay. It's T O C O I. Because I don't know if you've heard Tacoy. Tacoy. I mean, it's got to be Tacoy, right? I mean, what other way can you say it? But Tacoy Creek High School. Yep. Um, which I didn't. I'm assuming there's a creek named Tacoy down there, and I didn't even know that existed. Yeah, so some with the uh, Native American tribe that uh, yeah. was around there. Yep. So Tacoy Creek High School, and here are the nickname mascot 
options. Oh, hit me. But you also have to wait. But you also have to, the colors are this. Set. The cor- colors are set at like uh, it looks like orange, black, and maybe like a charcoal. Gray. Yep. Yeah, say gray. Um, looks Orange Park, Atlantic <laughs> Coast. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, uh, listen, you can only do so many colors. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you have sixty high schools in the area, but I think. The colors go into, like, how the mascot That's fair work, enough. You know? That's fair enough. Yeah. Uh, so here are the options. Bulls. The bull. Okay, wait, hang on. What's the school's name again? Tekoi Creek. Creek. The Tekoi Creek. Uh, Tekoi <laughs> Creek Bulls. The Tekoi. Is that a webbit or a wife? I mean, the, man, my accent or something. Something's not registering <laughs> so here. So that's not going to work I don't for know him. if it's my eye socket that's, like, still a little slow. <laughs> something's not transmitting here. The Tekoi Creek Bulls. No. no. Absolutely not. There's no flow to that. Okay, the Tacoy Creek Cyclones. What about the Derechos? Derechos, no. Derechos should have been an option. Are there Cyclones in Jacksonville? No. Tacoy Creek Hornets. Ooh. You know, I'm a big B guy now. Yeah. You would like the Hornets. You know, I'm a big B guy. But once again, Tacoy Creek Hornets. Eh. Tacoy Creek Hurricanes. Better. It means a little more. Tacoy Creek Longhorns. No, we're not in Texas. Hook them. It's hard. It's hard what to get doing. It's yeah. hard to get rid we're of that. We're doing this now in Jacksonville. Uh, it's kind of cool. No, though. man, you, you can't hook them horns. Maybe you get when you got a bottle of something. fireball in your hand. But yeah, maybe. But you just said, see the like that burnt orange look. That, that would fit. Yeah. 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 No. Moccasins. Wait, the, their colors are burnt orange. Oh, I got it. Okay, keep going though. Let's see what you Moccasins. got. Moccasins. Those snakes. Uh, it's 2020, shoe. yeah, Native American shoes. No, we're, we're not going on that road. What? Don't look at me like that. Tacoy Creek moccasins. Tacoy Creek Razorbacks. Arkansas. It's been done. You know, it's interesting. There are a lot of hogs down there. There are, yeah. Wild oh, hogs. Oh, okay. I mean, I already have the answer, but keep going. Okay. Tacoy Creek Tigers. Overused. I, overused, but I like it. The, the school colors, the alliteration. Now we're getting somewhere. Tacoy now we're on Creek the right track. Yeah. Tacoy Creek Toros. No, because I think of uh, Bring It On, the cheerleading movie. They're, they're the Toros. <laughs> they're the Toros. No. Uh, Tacoy Creek no Vikings. No. I mean, it's we like the I get it, but is there like a history with Tacoy Creek and Vikings? No. That's like a northern thing. Are we in central Wisconsin or are we in Jacksonville? I mean, we right may now? have a lack of knowledge of some of these oh, things sure. that might exist. Hey, I didn't see any Vikings wearing flip flops <laughs> in any kind of documentaries. Okay, they were living in the cold. Don't think they're in uh, Florida. Tacoy Creek Vipers. I like it. By the way, these are the options. Okay, so that's oh, it. Oh, this is what I we can vote on. That's what that's what is, it's down to. Is there a QQ right in or not? I think you can. Uh, go to actionnewsjacks.com or wherever else. Yeah, we, we have shared it. it on ours too. On ESPN690.com. I, I was thinking it should be Tacoy Creek Crawdads, the CC Creek Crawdads. And then it fits because, like, they're in the creek anyway, probably. What are the colors again? I'm not, I'm not hating it. Uh, I'm hating oh, it. There you go. There's the colors. <laughs> Absolutely hate it. Yep. Oh, I got this. Ready for All right, guys. By the way, the winner here should be moccasins. No. Uh, yeah, you no. get a good snake. Uh, um, it's you think in the shoe, man. Yeah, but see, now I'm thinking. No, what but I'm moccasins? thinking the uh, Creek moccasins. It <laughs> makes it, sense. Hey. What is it? Dodgeball. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're gonna be doing this. <laughs> Whatever, You're man. You're doing this school the service. All right. Hey, Everybody if I said 10 us. years ago that the, all the receivers in the NFL would be dancing get the way they're dancing, out. you would have made fun of that. <laughs> doing the giddy or the gritty. Yeah, man. And I'm feeling. <laughs> all right, you guys. Close your eyes now. Let's envision this. Everybody focus. Brent, when you dry, closed. This is, this is my uh, honorable mention. This isn't the one. This is a one. But it's not the one. You guys ready? The Tacoy Creek 
tiger sharks. Now, that was an honorable mention. Not bad. It's all right. Now, check this out. <laughs> and I'm thinking from a helmet. I'm thinking from a branding perspective. It's fresh. It's new. It's exciting. I only know one other university that has this animal as their mascot. Close your eyes, guys. Close your eyes. Come with me now. The Tacoy Creek Tarantulas. And you're welcome. Kuz, I don't, your opinion doesn't matter because you, you want to go Toros. <laughs> the Tacoy Creek Tarantulas. Spider on the helmet. Got I the almost, colors for it. I mean, are those school colors not a tarantula? That is a good. There's, Thanks. There's one other school in the country with that? Well, I'm not thinking Richmond. I mean, name one of those oh, spiders. Yeah, the Richmond spiders. Oh, but, but you're talking bad. tarantulas. I don't think I know, anybody's named the tarantulas. Enough said. Hey, how many tarantulas are there in Florida? Are there are a lot of them. I, I, I know. I know of like the wolf spider is here. Isn't that a thing? Oh, I'm looking at the thing work. with the the shark, the tiger shark one. I liked it, but then the Pontevedra shark. Like, that's too. Yeah, probably too. And, oh, t- that's a good call. Yeah. And, tiger in general is just so overused. It feels like. Yeah. And Tiger King 2020, you probably want to avoid yeah, that. Good point. <laughs> good point. I mean, I'm a trip advisor. They're talking about tarantulas in Florida. So, what more do you want? They do have them. Uh, black oh, widow no. spiders. They have those. I think. Well, they have right? black widows. Yeah. Um, I don't hate the moccasins. I mean, the moccasins, you could have a cool, that could be a cool snake on the side. I just, I agree with Kuz, I think of dodgeball. Yeah, I I think of dodgeball. (laughs) I mean, I I, I mean, listen. You're not going to get over that now, too. I've never really, I guess, isn't FAMU, they're the snakes, right? The Rattlers. Okay, but they have like the snake. They have the snake, yeah. Yeah, I'm going tarantulas. Just me, though. I mean, both of them are kind of creepy. Coos, I mean, so, which one do you go with, moccasins or tarantulas? I was going to say crawdads. Oh, yeah, sorry, that was Goose. I know, uh, but... I'm going to be honest, though. But with the crawdad, I see where you're going, but it's not a minor league baseball team. Yeah, like, right? like, that does have a little bit of that. We're trying to strike beer. I eat crawdads all the time. They're annoying because it takes so long to get yeah. through the show. They're annoying. They're pesky. But I, I wouldn't name a school after but them. But, like, is that... Maybe we get... Maybe that's a thing. Like, they, how the much pesky? money could they make off merch if they become the, <laughs> the crawdads? But once again, they're in a minor league team. Like, listen, if I'm a high school football player and I have to run through, like, a banner for homecoming of a giant, like, crustacean, I'm not super Orange pumped up about it. crustacean, too, because yeah. you got to stick with the I'm colors. not the most pumped up to do that. I'll be honest with uh, you. Nobody was pumped up I'm about the jumbo get, shrimp either. I'm now probably, they are. Yeah, but they're a minor league team. Like, it's different, man. Imagine being that age. Imagine being 16. You're doing TikTok videos with your crustacean. Like, no, no one's doing that. Kids aren't for that. But now tarantulas, man. Mysterious. Scary. Think about how hard that mascot would be to handle with all the legs. <laughs> the tarantulas? Just, just put some PVC, like, whatever. You're fine. Don't kill my Somebody will, Someone in the PTA will figure it out. Yep. All right. Well, I'm going to go on to our website. I'm going to suggest that right now. Uh, Jack's Bob's with a great one here. He says, Takoy Creek football team. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Yeah. I like it. Don't worry about the shirts. The moccasins. Well, Just I guess, TC. So I assume if you're by a creek, there probably is a lot of water moccasins there, right? <laughs> Trinity Christian. So you got to think, if they're, if they're by a creek, which I assume they are, yeah. unless it's false advertising, there's a lot of water moccasins. Oh, yeah. No, so it would fit. It fits. I like the fact that it fits. And you could call them mocks. I like them. Yeah. Who you else know? is the mocks? The sins. Is Chattanooga the no, Somebody like... Uh, UT Chattanooga? It could be. It's one something like oh, that, though. If it's I not, it's this not like James out. Madison. It's like, But it's one of those kind of schools, yeah. If I pulled this one out, I'd be good. tell you. UT Chattanooga mocks? Mm. That's... Mm-hmm. 
I mean, you can't get a sound bite right coming back from mm. break, but you just pulled the Chattanooga Mox out of there. That's impressive. Chattanooga Mox, baby. I want to like to find out if anybody in the history of high schools has ever been called the Tarantulas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah. have they? I'm Probably not, sure. not. But imagine that helmet. That's a cool helmet. You know, you know, like I love Richmond's helmet, the Richmond what was, whatever spiders. Imagine the helmet. What was your high school mascot again? T-Birds. Th- the, the Thunderbirds. Thunderbird. Okay, okay. Took me to Tacoy Creek. Scared yet? Tacoy Creek. No. You should be. Should be, man. Tacoy Creek Towns. Dude, I'm... T- that wouldn't be that bad. But what would, their, what would their Tommy look like? Just like a Jack's Beach bum with like a bottle? <laughs> what? I'm just kidding. Well, I'm kidding. And Come then on. Like the, the Minshew mustache. Yeah, yeah. Of. Jean shorts, you know, and just kind of like it. slumped over sleeping. Actually, mullet, the mullets sure. are in right now. So Mullets are in right now. Ask uh, I wouldn't that permanently school. do the mullet thing. The Chanticleers of Charleston. Say what? I wouldn't permanently do the mullet you, thing. You, that you, might be a face. Yeah, but, but you were pretty much <laughs> close to one for a while there, bro. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Um... Speaking of, we got the haircut today and a lot of Lot J talk on a day that there's a lot of Lot J talk. Yeah. And the buzz quote was Mark Lamp. Actually, it was Paul Harden on uh, behalf of the Jaguars, uh, you know, in terms of talking about this deal and Lot J and the city and everything else. Somewhere along the line, it came up that the Jaguars have been a free agent, quote, mm-hmm. since Shad Khan bought the team. Because, you know, obviously there's a lot of talk right now of, hey, can you sign a lease if we're going to do this? And what are you going to give us? And um, the two big things coming out of this, because I I saw some of it, but not all of it. And John Bachman just kind of confirmed with me, too, uh, is Mark Lamping also said no to giving money back if they leave in 10 years. So, like, there's no penalty for leaving. And and the Jags point of view or Shad Khan's point of view or however you want to view this Mm -hmm. is, well, I'm taking a risk, too, by putting – 200 and something million dollars in here. Um, But I understand, by the way, I I fully understand, like, the the city of Jacksonville does not want to get left at the altar here. No, for sure. With a $300 million bill, and if this doesn't work and everything else, okay? I I have been a, I I believe this project should go through and happen in some way, shape, or form. I want to see it happen. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I understand that uh, part of it. For sure. Like, listen, this root team has been rumored ever since it almost was founded here in Jacksonville as leaving Jacksonville. I'll, I've never been a huge believer that it is or is going to or, or whatever, but I understand people's opinions on that. It's not like out of the – we have seen teams move, you know, from St. Louis and, and now Oakland. So it's not like it's unprecedented. And it's not as hard as it once was. I mean, there's a huge dollar amount, but still, Stan Kroenke – left st louis said i don't care what the dollar amount is i'm gonna go build myself a five billion dollar stadium in la anyway sure. you know yeah. and, and and let's be honest now shot con is that kind of money mm-hmm. so while i think shot is committed to jacksonville i've been a believer in that i've i've said that here that's my thought on it um i understand why the city would then say hey well what if what if what if i, I think that's fair so that's an interesting part of it today um that I think the Jag side doesn't want a what if. They're looking for a commitment from the city, too, mm-hmm. if, if Shad Khan's going to invest this kind of money. Um, but the bigger part there, the catchphrase was the free agent. And obviously people didn't like that. I, I know social media didn't like that, that the Jags have been a free agent. Do you view them that way? I mean, do you think the Jags have been like, you know, it, uh, ripe for the pickings for a long time for other people interested in having an owner uh, NFL team, other cities interested in having an NFL yeah. team. And, and what you got to understand here, have there been a lot of discussions that maybe haven't even been reported? Yeah. You know, uh, 
it's been the obvious link of anytime L.A. was mentioned, Jacks. Anytime London was mentioned, Jacks. No, but those were those were just people speculating. Mm-hmm. Those were national sports people saying, "Well, they're gonna move. They're gonna move. They're gonna move." I mean, that was more narrative mm-hmm. than it was um, actual found facts. Mm-hmm. But behind the scenes, you do have to wonder. Yeah. What kind of overtures were there? Have there been discussions inside NFL offices? This isn't the richest city in the country. More money could be made by that fraternity and by the shield in another place. So are the Jaguars a free agent? And and that's a rough one because it's hard not to tie my emotion to this question, right? Because, man, I played here. I live here. I cover this team now. If they're going to leave, like, it, it would really screw up a lot of things for me. So I want to see them stay. But to answer your question truthfully... And honestly, I think there is a little bit of a free agent talk going on. And I'll be honest with you, Brent, I think it's justified. Because any time management or ownership brings up, you know, the whole viability phrase in terms of the fan base and people going to the games and the revenue and all that stuff, any time that gets brought up, that's a big red flag, okay? And that should make you nervous because – when they address the fans like that or when they bring up the fans like that, that goes to show you right now that it's on the radar, right? And they're thinking about it. And, yes, the two London games, that was one thing and all that, and we'll see what transpires from there. But I'm just seeing anytime you bring up a fan base, it's not a good look. Yeah, listen, I think these. it's interesting where this has escalated to. Mm-hmm. This thing has gone in a place that I didn't think it was going. Uh, and... Getting a ton of attention. We've talked about it now several times on the show, but that's because there are headlines in this. I, I think that's the storyline more for me today is that the escalation part of it from the mayor last week, yeah. to which we talked about a couple of times, uh, bringing it up and basically saying, hey, you want to be in NFL City or not? Mm-hmm. And now to the Jags in part of I, I don't want to say that this wasn't, at least my understanding of it, this wasn't them getting up and being like, we've been asked to go for years and we're stayed and, you know, I, but – when those quotes come out, that is now, okay, this is a full-on kind of part of these negotiations. It's yeah. not maybe the stadium, which I think it was going to be. Like, Lot J to me wasn't make or break for the Jags leaving town or not. And I really still don't believe it is. I think the stadium will be that because that is what we've seen. That's precedent set. I mean, St. Louis, Oakland, other places. When you can't – and again, I'll go all the way back to New England. Because they weren't building the stadium, they almost went to Connecticut instead of okay. stayed in Foxborough. So those things have traditionally been the key point of contention that gets teams to potentially move or threaten to move. Can you answer this question? Because you hear this all the time. The stadium, the stadium, the stadium. The owners talk about the stadium. you got to update it or whatever the case may be. What do you have to do with that stadium? Like, what needs to be done to make the ownership happy? Uh, I don't – I I think the stadium – the underbelly of the stadium. I think the Jags have given that thing a pretty good facelift. Now, others would disagree with me. But I okay. think the stadium on a game day looks pretty good, yeah. you know, um, and especially a lot better than it has looked in the past. I think they've already done a lot. And by the way, Shad Khan, Mark Lamping, I think deserve some credit for that. Uh, I think if you go to these other palaces, though, right, these stadium, I mean, the underbelly alone – and, and listen, the Jags locker room is fine. But if you walk down the, whoa, you're right there, fumbled. Yeah, man, Mike just collapsed. Yeah, we're good. Keep talking. I'll just hold it. <laughs> Not sure what went down. 
Yeah, we'll figure it out. That's all good. I'll hold it here. I think a lot, like, if you go to the newer stadiums, this is the way I describe it to people. Yeah. Underneath, you can drive buses and Mack trucks underneath those things. You've seen it. Yeah. Right? Indianapolis, wherever. Soldier Field. And Soldier Field is nothing, like, to write a home out. Is Soldier Field one of them? Yeah. You can still go underneath? For sure. Uh, Like, Atlanta now is like that. Like, I look at the concourses, like, in the stadium where people are going Uh, to concessions. And you can drive Mack. You could have parties in there and concerts in the concourse yeah rather than so i think that's some of the stadium stuff like it definitely it listen it hasn't been done since 95 right in terms of four or five hundred dollar billion four hundred five hundred billion dollar investment sure. and that's why they get lumped in uh with with buffalo a little bit more on this but there's boy there's some angst in the city now mm. that's the point yeah there's angst in the city i, I think the mayor kind of fueled it a little bit last week I think these discussions have fueled it. It's got people bowed up, whether it's on social media or in the city or city council. The vote's now going to be, I think, on January 7th. I still think this moves forward, but it's not holding hands moving forward. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. There's some contention here, and we'll see where it lands at the end of the day. Uh, Another thought or two on that before we move on. Uh, Lot J continues to be a big discussion. I think it's a huge issue and a huge topic. Uh, even when it comes to sports here in Jackson. We'll be back. Action Sports Chats on ESPN 690. You got to freelance a little bit? Yeah, man. What's going on? Austin <laughs> 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 Action Sports Jackson. Hey, this is good. You got to work on your mic skills for I guess wrestling. That's so. <laughs> a good point. Good point. You got to roll with the punches, baby. I know, man. I'm with you. Calling Audible. We'll do be it. back on ESPN 690. Brent Martineau. They probably already have one. Cornholing. Austin Lane. <laughs> You're going to have a call from PR in a little bit here. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Well, I tell them it was well-earned. You know, we talked about it. Again, the biggest thing, more than anything else, is, you know, your reputation, your record. When you get on the field, those things don't matter. What matters is who plays the best. Do you hear me, by the way? My microphone? You move back? Yeah. All right, cool. Was that Ron Rivera? Yep. It's not fair, Brent. I had to get my microphone ready. Good call, though. Obviously discussing Alex Smith and that whole thing. Or what was he talking about there? He's basically just saying, you know, you play the game. You play the That's game. That's why you play the game. Any given Sunday, any given Monday evening. Who you got tonight? I can't imagine Dallas wins because I think Baltimore's just as desperate. And they get healthy like Calais and a lot of other guys coming back. Mm-hmm. Including Lamar. Yeah. I actually think, I feel it would be hard to say their best game because they trounced Baltimore earlier in the year. I'm sorry, Cleveland earlier in the year. But let's just say in the last, I don't know, six to eight weeks, Mm -hmm. I think today will be their best game. I don't think the Cowboys have much of a chance. I know we've just seen a lot of upsets and near upsets this week. True. But I actually think the Ravens are going to play very well tonight. Probably inspired, back at it. You know, it's been a crazy few weeks for them. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. It's really hard to judge what a team's going to do, right? And and listen, Lamar Jackson just hadn't been that good. Yeah. Uh, and and Dallas's defense has gotten a little bit better. They were awful early on, but they've got you know all these awful defenses have been better from Atlanta to uh, the Jags mm-hmm. to Seattle mm-hmm. and Dallas. If you look at some of the numbers, now it's hard to be worse. That's a good point for all of them. Right? It was hard yeah. to be worse, but uh, they have gotten a little bit better. Uh, just to finish up a thought or two. On Lot J and, and everything else. 
as you see all this stuff, because, again, we're not down there. We're not, like, locked into these meetings, so we're kind of seeing it from the periphery. I, I just In full disclosure, I mean, a lot of this stuff's going on, like, right before the show starts and, mm-hmm. you know, everything's happening. But I'm seeing the high headlines, and and I just said before the break, um, there's a lot of angst right now with this thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that feeling because I, I guess nothing should be done of this nature just swimmingly, it should yeah, probably have – we're talking about hundreds of millions of dollars, talking about taxpayers' money. Well, and that's uh, the most important from, part, Brent. We got to remember, like, while we may be better off than some other people, like some other people, like, don't want to pay an extra whatever to uh, per month or whatever it's going to be or for a year. Yeah. Like, they just can't – they can't swing it. At the end of the day, get by all this stuff, which is I, – I think it's more than rhetoric. I think it's a little bit politics. Yeah. I think it's a little bit negotiation. And so realize that. I mean, I don't think this is time to sound the alarm. I think the, the narrative a bit today, and maybe the Jags brought this into play with the statement of free agency, uh, and we're still in Jacksonville. But if you really look at Mark Lamping, he has actually said something like that before in past meetings, uh, you know, um, state of the franchise meetings. Mm-hmm. Like, listen, look what we've done. He always has to defend that. Look what we've done. Yeah. Look what we've done. We are still here. So he may not have said it in maybe the way it came out today in these intense negotiations and everybody's emotions are up, but he's kind of said similar things to, listen, we've got whatever the challenge is and we're still here and we're committed. And like he always has to say that. And so from his standpoint and maybe even Chad's standpoint, I would think that would get a little bit tiring. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and, – and, and especially at the moment that t- Shad's trying to say, hey, I'm also trying to put a couple hundred million dollars into the city. Has anybody offered that recently? You know. Yeah. So I, I actually discussed this, and this isn't a defense. Again, you, I don't mind where you sit on this. This is fine. You know where I stand. I don't know the right way to get it all done. I want it done. I, I want development to happen. Um, I think it's better for the city. But nobody is real. I discussed this with some of our news folks. said, has anybody really like dove into Shad's point of view on this? Like why – is he asking for however much, you know? Why? Like, because the, the narrative is, well, he's just trying to steal money from the taxpayer, to steal money from Jacksonville, take out all the risk uh, for the city. Like, I don't know. Is that is is that really the truth there? Who knows? I don't feel like we get that side of the story very often. In uh, yeah. actuality, in some of the reporting and some of the headlines and some of the tweets that we see, at least again, and admittedly, I'm on the periphery of that mm-hmm. um, most of the time. So... Hey, uh, I don't know. I, I I could use a little bit more explainer. Now, at the same time, I also could listen to Shad talk about it. Well, like I, we was, don't hear from Shad like ever, so we don't know. We just have Mark Lamping talking about yeah. this, which we've heard Mark Lamping, quite frankly, talk a lot about this in the past. And, and that was going to be my next point. Is yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, you have the mayor going off and 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 saying his piece, and you got Mark Lamping saying his piece. But this all revolves around one guy. It's the head honcho, Shad Khan. You know, like. It would be nice to, because once again, like, and whether they're talking about football, marriage, or a city, uh, building new things, communication. Yeah. Especially now, right? Like, this is going to be a big vote. And once again, I would be the worst politician of all time because I want to see downtown grow, Brent. I'm with you. I think it's the lifeblood of a city. It's the heartbeat of a city. I've said it many times before. But with that being said, I can see the other side too. All right? Especially... In a in a time like 2020 where people maybe have to conserve a little more in terms of spending money, I can see the other side. So like I said, I'd be the worst politician. Like, hey, 
Vote for me, but I get it if you don't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, uh, on the fence. Over here. I'm check, on the fence. Yeah, check, I agree yeah, with you, yeah. and I agree with you. Go ahead and check yes, but if you don't, I get it. <laughs> it's all good. No, no worries. I still like you. So that's where we're at, and that's why Shad Khan, I think, has to say something. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know. They, listen, they're smart. They know They know they're going to face some pushback. They know that. They understand. They're smart enough to know. They know people are going to be like, hey, thanks for winning some games lately. Yeah. They're going to say, you want what? The $65 million loan? You're a billionaire. Like, they know they're going to get some of this. I mean, these but are negotiations. Not good, though. I get well, it, bro, but you don't want pushback. I don't know. What I don't know if is good right now is now we're going to creep in the narrative, thanks to the mayor and now to the statement today of if they don't do this, Jags could be leaving. Like, yeah. that's the narrative. I don't believe that. I don't believe that's going to happen. I think this could fall through and the Jags don't leave. I still believe the stadium will be the biggest of issues. But that will be the narrative out of this because of some of the things that have transpired the last two weeks. And it's getting very contentious. And now I'm starting to wonder, OK, are they even going to get the vote or not? So at the end of the day, I still be- I believe Shad's group, Lamping, Harden, all these other folks, they knew some of this was coming back. You know, and sometimes even you might do some of this stuff intentionally to in a negotiation, right? Yeah. To get, get the conversation, to yeah. get the conversation going, to drop some seeds here or there, to kind of see what kind of pushback you're going to get, knowing that at the end of the day, eh, I'll give into that a little bit. I'll give into it. So I'm interested to see where it lands from that. Like I don't think Shad Khan, Mark Lemping, everybody has said a take it or leave it deal yet. I don't yeah. think that's transpired. Um, but at the end of the day, here's the question. Does well, Lot J get built? Like, does this thing pass, and do we start construction in Lot J, or do you think this becomes a just a mega story, really, in 2021, and could potentially be one of the first dominoes that, that if you look down the road, yeah. um, creates a, a subject that we don't even really want to talk about? <laughs> do I think it gets passed? It's a great question. It's the million-dollar question. I just feel like with the lack of communication and really just like the lack of um, progress that we've seen, I have a hard time believing it's actually going to pass. Now, I want it to pass. Don't get it twisted. But I just think not everything's in order right now to get that done. The other question I had for you real quick. So Shad Khan, obviously he hasn't been adamant about speaking to everybody about what's going on. right? You had Lenny Curry come out. And at least the way I took it, just my opinion, you kind of held the city hostage and said either you vote or you're going to lose your team. That's how I took it. Now, maybe I'm wrong. Just my perspective. You've had Lamping come out now and say his piece. The fact that Shad Khan hasn't come out yet, does that make you nervous? When when, when there's narratives around here, like if it's not a vote for yes, they could be gone once again coming from Lenny Curry. Does it make you nervous when that kind of dialogue is spoken out in the airwaves, or at least it's interpreted like that in the airwaves? Does it make you nervous when the owner of the franchise does not come out and say, hey, I don't know what that was, but here's what's going on? Yeah, no, because he's still got a side to win on. It's a, it's a, win, I, yeah. it's a win and a loss. I mean, was, he's a businessman. All right? There's a win and a loss here. It's like negotiating a house, but on a very mega scale. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I, I think I don't I'm not surprised by that at all. Listen, I will be I believe it's happening. I believe they got the votes. I believe they know what's up. I, I believe there's a little pushback because this is what happens. I believe it's probably smart on the part of the city to try to delay it a little bit, do more work on it, um, and ask these kind of questions. That is smart. Uh, but that's that's actually their due diligence. That's what they should be doing of a project of this magnitude. 
I also believe that they know what's up. They've got the, the horses aligned, and they, at the end of the day, will get what they want. Now, been here before, and when that Lot J stuff and everything else kind of crumbled around and the opportunity to put maybe potentially Lot J employees mm-hmm. in Lot J if they built that up, well, they picked a different spot and all that. You know, Well, that went in a totally different direction, in my opinion, than, than I thought and probably even they thought. So they've been surprised before, I think, in the last few years. I would think at the end of the day, this thing still gets passed and done. And and it's a long way from being done in terms of built. But I think at the initial stage here in January, it'll get passed. Uh, I will say this, though. I'm I'm a little taken aback by some of the rhetoric of the last seven to ten days. I didn't know it would get to this. And this is what we're discussing. Mm -hmm. And in the weeds on the free agent, you know, we're still in Jacksonville. The NFL City talk. Uh... In full disclosure, I thought that would be more stadium-oriented three, yeah. four, five years down the road. So um, we'll pay attention to it. We'll keep you updated on it. I think it's a fascinating discussion. It's a, it's an important discussion, in my opinion. Uh, I I think uh, over the next 10 years, it's not just for today and tomorrow. I think it's over the next 10 years for downtown. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of great places in Jacksonville regardless. But for downtown, I think the, this next 10 years is kind of a boom or bust potential, um, at least in the next you know, three or four decades for the uh, city of Jacksonville. So we'll see what uh, does transpire. Uh, a little bit more on tonight's game coming up uh, when we come back. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Maybe we'll give you some advice on who to take and prize picks. We got a W yesterday with Jordan, Jordan Bradley. Touchdown. Hey, hey. hey for the garbage TD. Doesn't matter when it happens. It's just got to happen one time. Um, num, 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 num. Shoot up those points, Brent. All right. We'll be back on ESPN 690. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> I'm fighting the best fighter on the planet. <laughs> insane, bro. This is crazy, bro. Been, been blessed with a, uh, an opportunity that few people have gotten ever. It's time to make history. <laughs> Which Paul is that? Jake? Logan. Logan. Does it matter? Well, he's the one fighting does it matter? Kuz loves this stuff, by the way. I, I don't. Know. It's he just it he loves this. It wouldn't it make up. sense for it to be Jake Paul because he's not fighting Mayweather. I know. So it's Logan Paul. They both yeah. fight. Yeah. But you like say that no, like I'm, I'm supposed to know who the hell these two guys oh, are. I don't like, know I who care they about are. Them. I couldn't. Like, oh, Kuz, you know who they are. Come on. You know who they are. They're on YouTube. So, yeah. So it's Jake Paul. Logan. Logan. <laughs> <laughs> See? It goes to show you where my mind's at already. So Logan Paul <laughs> will be fighting Floyd Mayweather. Yes. In a exhibition well, boxing match. And I think I saw the phrase special exhibition boxing match. So whatever that means. This, cool. Like, does Floyd Mayweather pack a punch, like, enough to, like, kill <laughs> Logan Paul? Kill Logan Paul? Um, he is a small – I mean, listen, Logan Paul's got him in size. But if Floyd Mayweather wanted to. And keep in mind, if he wanted to, he would knock him unconscious in the first round. That's what I'm saying. It's not so, going to happen. So he, he's going to take it easy. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's what this is all about, man. It's not about, like, listen. Oh, man, I, I got so many thoughts about this, and I'm going to try to keep it within reason. At the end of the day, like, that Tyson, um, Roy Jones Jr. fight, like, that was entertaining. Because it was two guys who are still showcasing their skills, two legends, obviously, of the sport. I wanted to see this. 
I don't need to see a two and zero or a one and one, whatever his record is. YouTube guy, and he's a professional boxer as well, but a YouTube guy take on arguably the best boxer of all time in Floyd Mayweather. I, I don't need to see this, and I don't need to see it as a quote unquote special exhibition match. I, I don't need to see it. Like, listen, you you can't like that's professional wrestling. Like when you put on these kind of fights, that's pro wrestling. Like you're gonna take it easy, you're gonna pull your punches. Go in a wrestling ring. Call Tony Khan. Say AAW, sign me up. Don't waste my time and put this on pay per view and expect me to buy it. Because guess what? I'm not. So you think he's gonna take it easy on him? Yep. I, I hold. I, listen. I think, but but how many people do you think are gonna watch because they think he won't and they're gonna see a monster? Yeah, knockout? just yeah. Listen, so it's like people, going. It's like going to watch Daytona and and you you say like ah oh, they're gonna be some big wrecks. So well, then by the end of it you're like wow they just yeah. kind of went in tandem style all and, around the track. And listen. especially <laughs> piggybacking off of his brother's knockout of uh, Nate Robinson, like I think people are gonna think that's what's gonna happen. Well, and listen, and they're both like they both train. Like this guy's fought before as well, so they both train. People are gonna tune in because it's Floyd Mayweather, and he's still a big name, regardless what you think about his style. Like Mayweather is still a big name in the boxing community, and people are gonna tune in from the YouTube generation to watch Logan Paul take him on. So, like, I get it. The storylines there, the intrigues there, but at the end of the day, like this is to me, it's gonna be a setup. But whatever. Yeah, I, I would. Tempt I mean, it. I mean, you think so? You think like, Floyd Mayweather is gonna come out the first round and knock the kid out? Like, hey, thanks for signing up. Here's an overhand right. Go to sleep. No, it's not because how it works. you know what? Even if he knocks him out, it, it it's almost like I feel like this is like uh, straight out of Rocky. Which, by the way, I was uh, actually worked out a little bit today in sweatpants and a sweatshirt, like your style, uh, and I stuff. felt like Rocky. Yeah. I like that, man. I felt yeah. like him. Now, were you outside? Because I've been like Rocky Four training in the wintertime. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, man. Good stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. chilly today. You know, it wasn't Russia, but it was by chilly. The way, <laughs> by the way, make sure, did you check to see where the sun's coming through? We're supposed to frost over tonight. Oh, yeah, I have not are done we, that. We're going to frost over tonight. It didn't come out through on the back patio, I can tell you that. <laughs> Coos bringing the frost warnings to the show. I like it. Um, what do you think? I mean, would you watch that fight? Well, my point, no, I didn't watch the other ones either, though. Okay. So, but, so I'm bad guy to ask. My point being, like, I think you're going to be disappointed unless, like, Mayweather delivers an uppercut that sends him over the ropes. Correct. You know, it's almost like in Mike Tyson punch out fashion yeah. or Rocky fashion. Yeah, yeah. Like it's got to be like, oh, I mean, if it, you got to be disappointed in this fight. It, it's at the I end think, of the day, because here's the deal if it goes four rounds, yeah. you're going to be like, well, he didn't even try. Exactly. And so even if he, and if he knocks him out early, you're like, well, that was quick and stupid. Yeah. And there's no way he can knock him out with any kind of dramatic effect that would be like, oh, I just don't see it. Yeah. I mean, I just, listen. It's a lose situation. I mean, I don't know what the odds are going to be in this fight, but listen, Floyd Mayweather right now is what, 49 and 0? There is no way. And I get who's got a puncher's chance. There is no way that Floyd goes down here. And even if it is set up a little bit, there's no way the ego of Floyd Mayweather is yeah, going to be, yeah, hey, let me get beat by a YouTube star. <laughs> that's not how it works, man. He's got too much pride. I can't believe we just spent four minutes talking about that. That's, that's coups for you. That's what happens. You go back to the bullpen. Back to Marcus. Back to Marcus. Yeah, you guys want to talk about uh, how you can do the show from Hawaii? You know what we got to talk about I like tomorrow. That topic, actually. I like that. And also your headphones coming out. That's right. Forgot about 549 that. 549 bucks. What do they do? They cancel noise. Oh, they're they make you not ones? able to hear poor people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Goose said it, not me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Get out of here. You. Those are good family toys, then. That's <laughs> <laughs> toys. Put them in your ears. Don't I listen mean, to anybody. Listen, it's as much as a PS5. Just tape it, take, get a PS5 and tape it on your head. <laughs> <laughs> That's what
That's what you're doing. Hey, don't go. Uh, don't forget to go vote for our athlete of the week on ESPN690.com. Yeah. Live local loud coming up next on ESPN690. I'll see you on TV tonight. Tarantulas. Let's go. Go Tarantulas. Tarantulas.